the 368th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Yo, Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 368. It's going out to my lovely wife. Happy anniversary today. Yes, I'm talking to my other wife on my anniversary, Gumby Vreeland. Um, my real wife doesn't listen to the show anyway, so she won't know it went out to her, but it'll go out, <laughs> it'll go out to her anyhow. So, um, I am Jeff Chalks Fox. I don't even know if I introduced myself last episode, but that's who I am, in case I, I haven't in the past. I am... Uh, one half of the dynamic duo here that's going to be breaking down UFC on ABC, Emmett versus Tapuria. That will be the main card breakdown. If you want the nine prelim fights, a lot of money to be made there. Go back an episode and we will, uh, we already broke it down. You're missing out. So get that in your ear holes first. Um, you know, we're only doing five fights today. It's a very, very solid five fight card because it's on ABC in the States. So they've kind of loaded it up with some some decent uh, names and matchups. So we're going to break that down for you. Then end of the show. Don't click us out of your ear holes uh, before you get to the very end, because we're going to give you our locks, our dogs, our props, and a two fight parlay. It's going to pay you buttloads of money, at least 10 times your money. And that's courtesy of my co-host who I'm going to introduce right now. His name is the Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland. Gumby God season incoming. I'm going to give you a, a spoiler. Get ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Big parlay coming. Ooh. Big, fantastic. Big, big parlay coming. Get ready. For big, it. big parlay. And this one's going to hit. I think so. Ah, uh, ha, ha. That's what I like to hear, Gumby. But you haven't hit one yet in 2023. We need to hit. No, oh, I have. I'm... Oh, have you? I had a partial. Oh, yeah, half yeah. of one. One, one where the one cheater. got canceled and I hit the other one. <laughs> yeah. Usually we, we should say if you, if you hit about one or two a year, it covers like you're, you're going to be up. It's going to cover. So you don't really, yeah. yeah. No, and this one, don't need to this one will cover minute. most of the year for you. If I hit it, this one will cover you right into retirement. Right. Yeah. 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 We're, this no, one's going to, this, this is big money right here. Oh boy. And I told you it was, um, gummy God, uh, season is incoming. Cause we were talking about contender series. We, we talked a bit about that last episode, but a bit more bigger, more bigger, more bigger is what I'm saying. Bigly. The bigly thing this week is it's Macy Barber fight week, Dan. Fuck Finally, we get to talk about her again. <laughs> I've been posting videos of her talking, uh, hyping herself up. I've been posting those videos in our Discord, Sports Gambling Podcast. Can I just say fucking, and, fucking A. <laughs> and I make sure I always tag Gumby in when she says something in those videos so he, so he sees it first. And then I put a, her opponent, Amanda Hebat's video where you can't tell what she's saying, but it's way better. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah she's so such a better personality, uh, I such love, better personality. you have to love amanda hebas yes like you have so to love her hopefully she's got to win first of all i think but, so uh we're gonna break that that's the co-main event we're not gonna dive right into into that fight yet um we have what three fights to do before that pretty solid fight card um it is going down on saturday this is the afternoon card for us on the east coast um 11.30, as I told you last episode, is the prelims on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. And the main card is 3 a, not 3 a.m., 3 p.m. 
3am would be far too early for us 3pm on abc and espn plus um five stars veterans memorial arena in jacksonville florida uh, it's called ufc on abc emmett versus tapuria or ufc jacksonville before we get into that i gotta tell you about bird dogs because bird dogs are bringing us into your ear holes Bird dogs make a stretch khaki shorts uh, that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of, of stiff, restricting cotton because bird dog fixed that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long macy barber could no actually these, these are guys shorts macy barber could use some bird dog shirts regardless i'm not saying she stinks or anything but um i'm just saying she could use some bird dog shirts everyone could go to birddogs.com pool and enter promo code p-o-o-l for free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com pool for free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your your bird dogs off we promise you and you won't want to click off this podcast just yet because we're going to give you some winning picks here we were almost totally on the same page with our prelim picks one fight uh gumby went with the short notice debuting fighter as a underdog we'll see how that pans out but other than that we were exact identical with our picks we usually pans out pretty good i think we're 62 percent when we agree on our picks so uh we'll see how we do on the main card here we're going to start off with metalweights brendan allen bruno silva silva blendado is the nickname which means uh, i don't remember Do remember yeah we we haven't talked about this for a while have we uh i'm gonna have to look it up now because i forgot too um blindado, blindado. the other bruno silva is bulldog yes is this one yeah. tank yes that's right yes gumby is correct yes tank. okay it's tank we, we were in on this guy for a while there when he first came to the ufc he was one of our one of our faves i think was he not I didn't pick him against uh, GM3. I'll give you well, that. Look at you. Oh, that's right. That, that's what made GM3 a patron, patron saint. He was a big dog there, probably, wasn't he? No, GM3 became a patron saint when he beat Mahmoud Muradov. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes, that too. All right, let's tell you about the tank, Blindado. 23 and 8 with 20 knockouts. He's been submitted six times. He's 4 and 2 in the UFC. He's, however, he's only won one of his last three fights. One is uh, last fight via. TKO um, was the M1 champion before this 2010 Pro MMA debut. He's more active landing strikes than Allen, and he's barely been outstruck over his UFC career. His strike differential is at 0 0.08 strikes a minute, plus 165 on the board. All in, Jaron Jaron uh, Allen, Brendan Allen. How about uh, all in, Brendan Allen? 21 and five, five knockouts, 12 submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. 9-2 in the UFC. He's won four straight fights and six of seven. Three of his four last four wins have come via submission. Oh, interesting. Uh, he used to fight at welterweight and up at light heavyweight. 1-0 in the contender series. LFA champion. Was also a regional champion. Two inches height, one inch reach. Six years younger than Silva. He also has been barely outstruck. Even more, uh, he's even closer than uh, Silva's. He's at minus 0 0.02 strikes per minute. So it's a wash, basically, with he takes what he uh, gives out. His grappling stats are better than Silva's, minus 175. I go first on the main card. Usually, Allen, obviously, is the pick here. Um, better all-around fighter, and but obviously, grappling is going to be the the uh, way 
hopefully he uh, he gets the victory here because um, Silva gets submitted a lot. Like I said, six out of his eight losses will come via submission. So I would be mad about Allen via submission prop here as well because I think that's his path to victory. I think it's his path to victory here too. I'm going to take Brendan Allen. I will just say my lone hesitation in this fight is like, will he grapple enough to get the job done? Because yeah. sometimes he, he does fall in love with his hands. He he decides he wants to box. And, and that's not to say he's not a good boxer. He He's just not the kind of boxer that Bruno Silva is. Because Bruno Silva is a much better boxer. I think if he takes this fight to the ground, he gets a submission in the first round. Um, which makes the submission prop, like you said, very juicy. I, I just like, as far as a money line is concerned, I'm like a little bit hesitant to like get excited about his money line because I'm so worried about what that means uh, on the other side, like if he does it. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Brendan Allen, too. I am just like pumping the brakes a tiny bit. Yeah, hopefully he does what we want him to do here. So, all right. We are matching up once again. Let's go to featherweights. David Onama, Gabriel Santos is the matchup. We're going to tell you about Onama first. The silent assassin, 10 and 2. Six knockouts, four submissions. So he's finished all of his wins. He himself has never been finished in any fight. He's two and two in the UFC. He's gone loss, win, win, loss is the pattern. Used to fight up at lightweight, two inches taller, four inches reach on Santos. Striking and active striking stats in his favor. He's been outstruck, however, by 0.45 strikes a minute in the UFC. He's at plus 190. Mosquitino, little mosquito, right? Little mosquito, you got it. That's Santos. He's 10 and one, three knockouts, four submissions. Never been finished in a fight. 0-1 in the UFC. That broke his 10-fight uh, winning streak there, um, which was his last fight. Obviously, he was the LFA champion before this. He also has multiple regional championships on his... Mantle. Correct. Get the shirt at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Use fight at Bantamweight and Flyweight. Two years younger than Onama. He got outstruck in his UFC fight by 1.6 strikes a minute. He has better grappling stats than Onama. He also is a pro grappler. Minus 225. I'm going to go with Santos. Uh, look, I, I think he beat Lerone Murphy, um, which is a hell of a sentence. I, I think he beat Lerone Murphy. He peppered him on the feet. I, I think the only thing that David Onama does that Lerone Murphy doesn't do is that, first of all, I, I think they're equally as durable, but I also think Onama might wrestle a little bit better. I just don't know that it's better enough that makes me hesitate on Santos. Santos, Pumps a jab. He's way faster. You're going to see him mixing his strikes better than Onama does. And, and look, Onama's struggled a little bit on the feet as of late. Um, you know, if you look back at some of the fights he's had, he he does really well if he can get you down. He, he looks really good on the map. But that Nate Landwehr fight showed that, like, a guy who can come into his face and get into his face regularly and throw is going to beat him in... And I really think that's what Gabriel Santos is. It actually wouldn't surprise me for Santos to finish him. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Gabriel Santos here. As do I. We're linking up once again. We've, we've um, only we've only differed on one, huh? Yep. And that was you making a silly pick, Dan. We'll Let's have to see. see. <laughs> we will see soon enough. Saturday afternoon is when we'll see. Um, all right. We're ripping through these. Let's go to middleweights. Cody Brundage versus Sadikris Dumas. Dumas, the Reaper is the nickname. Seven and one, four knockouts, two submissions. Never been finishing a fight. Oh, won the UFC. He lost that fight via submission. One and oh in the contender series. Used to fight at light heavyweight. Is a pro kickboxer or was. Two inches taller, seven inches of reach over Brundage. He's a year younger. 
He's been outstruck over his two fights, UFC and contender series by 1.37 strikes per minute, plus 163. Cody Brunage, 8-4, four, four knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. Two and three in the UFC. He's taking this fight on short notice. Very short. Straight- yes, a week, right? About that? Yeah, about seven days. Yeah. Uh, he's lost two straight fights, both via finish. All one the contender series. Used to fight at light heavyweight. Multi-region championships on his. Mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsgamepodcast.com slash store. Striking stats in his favor. He's barely been outstruck in the UFC. He's at minus 0.15 strikes per minute. Plus minus 175. I wish we were getting a better number on Brunage because short notice and he's been finishing two straight fights. He should be like close to an underdog, but he is not because there's a clear path to victory here. It's it's the grappling, which Dumas has shown uh, he struggles in grappling slash wrestling. So give me Brunage. I'll go against my short notice stats. Um, I don't like the line though. Um, like I said, for a guy who's been finished two straight and it's taking this on a week's notice, but he's my official pick. I love the line. I, I don't even think it's that bad. I don't even think it's that bad of a line. Yeah. Would I like better? Sure. I'd always like better of a line. Yeah. Always give me more money on my return. I think this line is a gift. I, when I saw that Cody Brundage was stepping in on short notice against Adrikas Dumas, I was like, oh God, that's got to be negative 350, negative 400. Because look, Cody Brundage is going to absolutely demolish him. And not just for the reasons you mentioned. He's got a clear path to victory with the grappling. You're 100% right on that. But the bigger <laughs> path to victory is durability mixed with pace. Because the thing about Cedricus Dumas is he's got no pace and he's exhausted six seconds into the fight. Uh, and Cody Brundage, don't get me wrong, he has been finished twice, right? Like you, you mentioned, he's been finished. But like he's been finished by guys who go in there and throw those bungalows, right? Like he, he went in there and lost by arm triangle choke to Rodolfo Vieta, or he lost by knockout to Michael Olszewczyk. Uh, You know, like guys who throw bombs have gone in there and beat him. But like he outlasted Trayshawn Gore, which we wound up finding was a, a pretty decent thing to do. And we watched him work harder than Dolce Lugiambula and put a pace on him. And like, I think his pace is incredible. I think his durability is underrated. And I think for what Cedricus Dumas brings, I think he's going to put both those things on him and match it with the grappling. Like you said, grappling advantage. I think Cody Brundage is going to have a crazy easy night here. Negative 175, not crazy enough for me. What if Dumas threw standing hammer fists? Would that change the outcome? No, that only, if you listen to my (laughs) interview with Trevor Peak. You would know it only works for Trevor Peak. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, all right. We're both picking Brunage. Um haven't picked an underdog yet, but I'm gonna tell you about a place. If you're in No, you picked Oh, not a, oh, not in the main card. Not That's in the true. main card. Yes. If you're in, into underdogs, come on, I'm, I'm trying to segue here. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. There, I made it. Best ball media four is here, and underdog fantasy is giving away fifteen million dollars in prizes. Hopefully that interests you. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college baseball player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and they're active in so many states. So head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Moving right along, we're to the co-main event already. 
women's flyweights. Amanda Hebos versus Macy Barber, Gumby's favorite fighter. What's her new nickname again? I already forgot it that you coined. You stumbled across. Do you remember? Was it, was it fucking Macy Barber? <laughs> <laughs> good one, though. That could be the new one, perhaps. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it, it was it was humorous. I'm glad you don't remember either. Um, the, we'll have to call her Macy the Future Barber at this point. Uh, still, she's 12 and two, five knockouts, two submissions. Never been finished in a fight. Seven and two in the UFC is what it says officially. Got me, but we can dispute that. Seven, uh, she's won six and three, six and three. At least five and four, maybe. Uh, she's won four straight fights, Gumby. How many should really won in a row? Two, one. Uh, she's done zero, two, two over those zero, fights. arguably. It's true. That's right. Her last fight probably was lost. She's not officially lost since February 2021. One and all in the contender series, two inches taller than Hebos, five years younger. She's outstruck her UC opponents by 1.59 strikes a minute. Not saying those strikes were good strikes, but they were strikes. Plus 170. We're mean. Uh, he boss 12 and three, three knockouts, four submissions. She's knocked out twice, six and two in the UFC. Loss, win, loss, win over her last four. Used to fight at straw weight, multiple regional championships on her mantle. Correct. Get the shirt sports gambling podcast.com slash store. Inch reach over barber, more active landing strikes and better grappling stats. She's outstruck her UFC opponents by 2.15 strikes a minute. Very nice number there. Minus 195. And it's you. We know who you're picking. Yeah, of course. Amanda (laughs) Hebas. Yes. Um, And and I'm going to start here. Like, I I just think, you you know, as far as uh, if you're looking for a reason to not like Macy Barber, like, which, like, who needs a reason? Um, But, like, if you're looking for a reason for not like Macy Barber, like, she only beats people she can bully physically. Right? And, And, like, if you go back to her fights with, uh, you know, Alexa Grasso, Roxanne Matafari, the loss she very clearly had to Miranda Maverick, um, the loss she might have had to Andrea Lee, like all of those fights, all of those losses or pseudo losses are because she could not bully those people. She could bully Montana De La Rosa. She could bully Jessica Ives. She could bully Jillian Robertson up a weight class. She could bully Hannah Cyphers. And, and like, the people she can't bully physically, she loses to. I think it's very obvious that Amanda Hebots has an advantage in the clinch here. Like, she went in there and she bodied Viviana Ruyo and she bodied Verna Jandaroba. And, like, those two women I have far more confidence in in terms of their physicality, particularly in the clinch, than I do a Macy Barber. So I think Amanda Hebots, first of all, I think she could be sharper on the feet. I think she could be craftier. I think she's going to be way, way, way better in the clinch. So, yeah, uh, Amanda Hebas. Uh, and in the words of the great Amanda Hebas, oh, no. Yes, sirree. Hebas oh, is your pick. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, that's, you're good at that. Um, <laughs> as we've talked about before, what's Macy Barber good at? Really? She's tough. Nothing. She's not good at anything. No, like. You so don't have to really. get me started. She sucks. <laughs> <laughs> she's good at figuring out a way to having her hand raised somehow, which will be a real heartbreaker. If she does, she got a, she found a way to get them to interview her after getting the shit kicked out of her by <laughs> Roxanne Modifar. That's She's what, good at that. That's what poisoned the, the well totally for Gumby. You so. can't, you but, can't hit on Roxy. Nope. He boss is Roxy is a Western mass legend. And you, you yeah, got yeah. up in her shit. Yep. Yeah, he boss is our pick. Better grappler. Like, like I said, you're not going to. I thought she was going to get um, 
going to get, I'll say it properly, going to get bullied at flyweight, but that's not the case. Like, no, she looked great. The, I'm looked pretty great. sure I picked Vivian Arruyo against her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and mostly on the premise just that, like, I thought Vivi was going to bully her. And yep. the fact that Vivi can't bully her, like, if Vivi can't bully her, there's no way Macy's going to, right? Nobody bullies he boss. Nobody. No. No, he boss is, is the pick here. So I bet you she um, got bullied all the time for her voice. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to the main event. Featherweights. Josh Emmett. Ilya Tapuria. Emmett, the fighting Falmer. Nickname that we don't like, right? It's annoying. I barely even remembered that that's true. Yep. It's 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 the case. He's 18 and three, six knockouts, two submissions. Knocked out once, submitted once. Nine and three in the UFC, five and one over his last six. However, he did lose his last fight via submission to Yair Rodriguez. He's missed weight before. He also has multiple retail championships on his mantle. Correct. Sportsgamepodcast.com slash store. Last time we're going to say it. Uh, this episode. <laughs> Used to fight at lightweight 2011 pro MMA debut. BJJ champion. An inch of reach over Tapuria. More active landing strikes. However, he's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.26 strikes a minute. Plus 300 is a number. El Matador, Tapuria, 13 and 0, four knockouts, eight submissions. He's won five, uh, five and 0 in the UFC, four straight via finish. Was a regional champion, used to fight at lightweight and bantamweight, inch taller than Emmett, 12 years younger than him, striking the grappling stats in his favor. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.57 strikes a minute, minus 330. Uh, me, right? I think it's you. Yes. Tapuria is the pick. He's just good everywhere. Obviously, he's he's a way better grappler than Emmett. Uh, Emmett just lost via submission, so Tapuria via submission maybe the play here. It'll get you some plus money, and uh, if you don't like the minus three thirty, because he is a finisher, and like I said, Emmett just got finished. Tapuria way younger. He's he's going to be faster, better cardio, um, dangerous on the feet and, and on the ground. He's pretty much the complete package here. So um, I see him uh, getting his hand raised here, perhaps via submission. I actually, if if I'm going to be honest with you, I, I think Tapuria by knockout is the way to go. Um, okay. Yeah, and, and just my, my thought process is Josh Emmett comes from Team Alpha Male and has got good wrestling, and Tapuria is going to want to stand and trade. Uh, because the thing is, it's like, if you watch that fight with Yair Rodriguez and Josh Emmett, yeah, it went down as a submission, right? Like, uh, Yair Rodriguez won by submission. But how did Yair Rodriguez win that fight? He won that fight by being insanely faster than Josh Emmett. Like, Josh Emmett looked like he was moving in slow motion for that entire fight, which is a feat in and of itself. But Aliyah Tapuria is fast like Yair Rodriguez is. Maybe not as fast, but, like, in that realm. And I think he is just going to blow Josh Emmett away with the speed that he brings. I think he's going to be so much faster. I think he's only going to go to the grappling if he absolutely needs it. So I, I think you're going to see Tapuria, you know, throwing bombs, working in and out. I mean, we watched him knock out a lightweight up at lightweight uh, in Jairbert. Uh, and I, I think he's I think we're going to see him work on his feet more than we see him work on the mat. But regardless, yeah, Tapuria is just going to do work here. He's going to be so fast. He's going to hit so hard. Uh, Josh Emmett's not going to be able to touch him. Yep. Tapuria, the real deal. Um, hopefully it goes to 14 and 0. All right, recap. We are all on the same page for everything. We got Tapuria, He Boss. We only differed on one on the whole card. Yep. It's gonna be a boring Saturday. Uh so He Boss obviously is part of the 
Kibachi, a parlay that our friend Jong in the Discord is is uh, has been hyping up. Um, Brundage, Santos, Allen. But like I said off the top, don't go away yet. We got our locks, our dogs, and props. And Gumby teased you that we have a really fancy big big number big big, big probably coming up all right well you can start off with your lock first i'm gonna take cody brendage uh i mentioned i you know you you said you didn't like the line i yeah, love the line negative 175 cody brendage steal and by the way i haven't missed a lock do you know who the last lock i missed was jessica um, and raj oh way back when she lost to amanda lamos uh so like we're talking like a month and a half ago was wow. the last time I missed the lock. So uh, yeah, Cody Brundage, negative 175. Um, I will take, I got to start hitting some more locks. Tatsura Tyra minus 250. I know number's not the greatest, but I think he's going to roll here. What do you mean you have to start? Like, hang on, first of all. No, I, I, I it's true. I, I got to start making some money off it maybe is what I want to say. I, I think you're tasks? giving yourself a hard enough time here. Cause like the, the listeners might be like, Oh, this guy doesn't know anything about locks." nine and seven. I am on my locks, but, it, but three out of your last four. Okay. There you go. See coach coaches. Was that this episode or last episode? You were I, coaching I'm, up? I, I'm here to, I'm here to tell you you're good at what you do. Oh, um, three, three out of your last four. Uh, Pick you, a dog. You know, you know what you're doing. I'm taking uh, Jack Jenkins. Uh, okay. What was the number we had on Jenkins? Yeah, we like that number. Plus 175. Yeah, but, but I, I just think he's faster. I think his takedown defense holds up. And, you know, I just mentioned uh, I've only missed uh, or I haven't missed a uh, a lock in six events. I've only missed one dog in the last five events. Uh, so, again, looking to make some money. Come get in on uh, Jack Jenkins. I'm. Uh, I know it's boring, but I'm taking checkings as well. Because we. I knew you. Were, I knew you were gonna. Because <laughs> <laughs> I only have what two dogs uh, total. Um, because yeah, we were trying to figure out last episode why he's a dog, and we couldn't come up with a reason. So, I think that's a good enough reason to to pick him here. So, give me Jenkins as well, plus one seventy five. Uh, and so for my prop, I'm gonna go huge. Um, because for a while I me was too. nitpicking. I was nitpicking. I was trying to I find like same. A plus 120, a plus 150, and I nitpicked. But before that, I hit plus 600 on Matt Favola by KO, plus 400 on Brian Battle by KO, or Inside the Distance. I'm going to go up in that range. I'm going to take a plus 500 prop here. It's going to be the same one. Go ahead, you, I bet. You got a plus 500 prop? Uh, It's at least that, yep. I'm going to take Gabriel Santos by knockout. No, it's different. This is This is fun. Gabriel, Gabriel Gabriel Santos KO is plus 500. I, I think he's going to hit the knockout here on David Onama. I think they're going to go toe-to-toe. I think Santos hits hard enough. He was finishing all of his fights before we got to the UFC. Yeah, he didn't fi- finish Lerone Murphy, but, you know, like, Lerone Murphy's a different dude. So, uh, yeah, I- I'll take uh, Santos by KO. Who are you taking? Ooh, all right. Let's, let me check the line on it again. I think it was five plus 510, I think it was. Uh, let me just make sure here. Yes, Phil Rowe via TKO or KO plus five ten. He's won three straight fights via that uh, method, and he's fighting uh, Magny's. Neil Magny's gonna. He's not used to fighting guys as long and as big as him, and uh, I think he'll be able to uh, piece him up in the feet. An older fighter too, in Magny. So give me that. You want to hear my favorite part of that play? It's in my hungry man drunk parlay. Oh. Oh, let's, yeah. let's go right to that. Hungry Man Jong, Superfan Parlay, two-fight parlay. Gumby promises big money. Go ahead. 
So I, Phil Rowe, KO. I, I agree with yeah, it entirely. Right. I can't believe it's 510, right? Yeah, I got it written wild, down right, right here, 510. Um, so, like, I, I love that. I'm going to pair that with Jack Jenkins by KO. You know, we mentioned Jack Jenkins well, already is a guy we like. We love a knockout parlay. Uh, so we're going to go Jack Jenkins and we're going to go with Phil Rowe, both by knockout. And if you, uh, first of all, wh- what do you think the Jack Jenkins KO prop is? Uh, let me see. He's an underdog. Plus 300. Plus 500. Oh, this is going to be an insane payout, so, Dan. So, so Jack Jenkins and Phil Rowe, both by knockout, 3560. Uh, and, and like, I, I know it's a long shot, right? 3560 seems crazy, but like, I wouldn't be shocked if both of these two hit it, right? Like, 3560. For those two to hit KOs, it is kind of easy. And, and look, hey, I'm just going to throw this out here. Because I, I also had a big prop that I was really into, which was Santos by KO. That was 500. If you threw Santos in there, Santos, Jenkins, Rowe, all KO, it pays 218 to 1. So a, ten, so a $10 bet on Santos, Jenkins, and Rowe. All getting a KO victory, a, a quick ten dollar bet is going to win you twenty one hundred dollars, almost twenty two hundred dollars. Yo, sign me up for that. Fan, yes, sign us all up for that. All right, I'll recap our fancy picks. Uh, Brundage and Tyra are the locks. Jenkins is uh, both of ours. Our dogs, uh, Santos via knockout and Roll via knockout. Our, our fancy prop picks. And then our Hungry Man Junk Super Fan Parlay plus 3560 for row knockout Jenkins knockout. Woo-wee. Fantastic. Um come talk in the Discord. Uh we'll all be celebrating after we hit that a Hungry Man John <laughs> Super Fan Parlay on Saturday. So sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord's the place to celebrate. We're also on Twitter, SGP and MMA at Gumby Vreeland at Jeff Fox Writer. Gumby mentioned earlier his top turtle MMA podcast this week. He interviews Grant Trevor Peak and, and Grant, Grant Dawson, Dawson, who's fighting next week. Yeah. Yes. So listen to that. Uh, you can read all my MMA writing, writing your inbox and enter my pick'em contest, a weekly UFC pick'em contest for free. Uh, free pick'em contest. That's moneymma.substack.com. And everything good in the sports gambling world can be found at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We'll be back Sunday to count all the money that we won uh, after Gumby's bids farewell to you here. I'm Danny Gumby Freeland. He's Jeff the Future Fox. And we will see you on Sunday. <laughs>